live from 2005, it's the Heart Nasagi Podcast, episode 82. Welcome everybody to Heart Nasagi Podcast 82. I am Matt, that was Mike. Welcome Hi, back. Hi everyone. You always talk over me at the beginning. Is this a well, tradition you're making that I don't yes, know about? Yes, yes it is. Huh? Huh? It is, it is, it is. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so... Why is it 2005 again? Because the return of Yakuza 1 in a remake form. Oh, yeah. I guess that would make sense. <laughs> I well, mean, tending, more like 2006 for us Westerners, but whatever. I'll let slide. <laughs> you let yourself slide? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, I'm sure Donald Trump would agree with you on that way of judging your actions is just to give yourself a pass every time as he does it. Hey, I'm learning, learning. I got a he's setting, horrible he's role setting model the to, uh, yeah, it's true. Yes. to, uh, to learn from. There you go. Yep. Yep. He's a terrible example to live by, but he is an example to live by nonetheless. <laughs> what and how. <laughs> If you choose to live by him and just choose the way he lives and take examples from him as a good thing, well, then you're a terrible person. You're a well, big dumpster fire. Well, Matt, it's time for me to uh, uh, get some burnt steak and put some ketchup on it. You know what? That's the least of his problems. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he can have all the burnt steak with ketchup all he fucking wants. I don't care. <laughs> I just think that's so That bizarre. is not destroying the world, just so you know. It's not, but it's fucking weird and disgusting. You know, you know what else? Um, I think I'm losing my train of thought here. I'm trying to grasp it back. Uh, uh, it's gone. Uh-oh. Because I was going to do a follow-up. That what I was going to go into an example of what else he does that doesn't destroy the world. And I just remembered it. It is... You know what else is not destroying the world? Him going on vacation. Him golfing all the time. I'll tell you why. Because it would, cause people like us that want things done in a positive way, and he's just a big clusterfuck. And that's all he knows how to do. So any, so if he does stuff, you guarantee it's a clusterfuck. So do you really want him to, quote, do his job? I don't. So anyone who bitches about him going on too much golf and going on vacation all the time, dude, go on more vacation. You haven't had enough time off. Well, I kind of agree with you there, but... I get why people say it. But yeah, he's not going to do good things, so there's no. no point in him being there. Go on vacation. But it's still it's still worthy to criticize him for because it wouldn't be necessarily except that he was a, he's a massive hypocrite that whined about Obama going on too much I understand that he's so. a special case, which is why I'm giving him a pass on all that shit. More vacation for the Orange Goblin. <laughs> I do not care. Because if he ain't going to do anything right while he's there, he might as well not be there. Because I, I, I agree. The standard should be do your fucking job. But if he ain't going to do it right and ain't no one going to hold him accountable to the point where he's actually going to change his ways and he ain't because he's 70 fucking years old, you know, and people like that, you know, it's the old cliche that old dogs don't learn new tricks and he's an old dog, an orange, orange dog too. Um, surprised he's not the yellow dog. Uh, that would be a reference to W. Stubby, everybody. Everybody, did you get all? Did y'all get it? Did y'all get it? No, Matt, I don't Ooh. want to. Okay, it was Brian Pillman under a mask. I'll just tell you. <laughs> wow, some stupid 
thing where he was supposed to, he was in the storyline where he was he was supposed to like be fired or retired or leave he wasn't supposed to be there in a storyline form it's like a mr america with hulk hogan where everyone knew it was brian pillman but the answers were still like i don't know so anyways <laughs> that nice tangent off of that so yeah so trump please please more more vacation you've definitely not earned it but go anyway speaking of which <laughs> You know, you know what I, you know what these, I, there's literally been people that I've seen that are, are, you know, talking about, you know, how he says, how he was, how he weirdly had that stupid, uh, when he went down to, uh, for this, uh, Hurricane Harvey, you know, yeah. how he was talking about how the crowd was, what a crowd or whatever. It's Everything's just, about just, him. I know, which is so weird. Everything's about him. So it's not weird coming from him. No, I guess it's not, just really, but... really fucking disgusting. But it's just you, there's people... no, there's no end to the bottom feeding barrel that is Trump. But there's a there's a stupid contingent of idiots that aren't supporters of his, of course, that they're counteracting, trying to counteract people criticizing him with that kind of that bullshit by saying. By literally still using the whole Obama was on golf outings. But more than that, more than that, they literally think that Hurricane Katrina was oversaw by Obama. <laughs> Is that your head, forehead there? No, but it's a. I'm just going to admit it was just my hands going together, but I knew that wouldn't show up. On audio as well, so. But yeah, yeah. For all intents and purposes, that was what was point of it. <sighs> Jesus and then, Christ. Seriously, they're like, well, what was Obama doing during... This is literally what someone, one of them, I think, what they all pretty much were saying. Well, well how did Obama, uh, what did he do uh, during, about, during Katrina? Was probably golfing. That's what they said. Don't project your orange goblin ass unto him. <laughs> Thanks. It's like first of you all, you want to find the person who goes golfing all the time. When it comes to Trump, he can look in the fucking mirror, and they can look at him right now. I wouldn't want to. Gives me nightmares, but you know. But even then, it was Bush that was president. <laughs> right. Like, uh. <laughs> You can literally look that up in two seconds. They won't. (laughs) No, of course they don't. The only internet, here's what internet's only for, to confirm their biases. Yeah, that's true. That's it. They don't look up, see, here's what they do. I'm not joking. I guarantee this is the case. When they just do a random Google search for a shit that they believe, one they want to supposedly find a truth on, they don't search Hurricane Katrina and what was done by the president during that time, they just look up Obama hurricane or something like that, something more general or something more specific that it had to be Obama and it had to be current during Katrina. So again, it's still a bunch of fucking pencil twisting that but, they put their shit into, but still. But what's really funny about that is that all the tweets I saw about that 
they all said the same general thing. They all brought up that Obama was supposedly the president during Katrina and that, what was he doing? Probably golfing. That's They all did it in about the same same points. And I, was, I would reply to them, yeah, he probably was because he wasn't present then. <laughs> and I'm just like... So it's not his responsibility. Yeah, I'm just like... I'm like, there's no way those people aren't getting that from some like right-wing commentator because they're all on point with the message <laughs> right <laughs> even though as wrong as it is <laughs> so dumb so stupid <laughs> new era of stupidity that's what that is yep uh, that about sums it up sure thing you want to sum it up with your own belch? I don't have a belch ready, so no, I don't. Oh, okay. Yeah, I kind of did. Um, so, Yakuza Kiwami, right? That's right. Yep. What about it? It's a remake of the first Yakuza game. Is it? It sure is. So now everyone can stop bitching about how they don't have a fucking PS2 and go play it. Damn. And the best thing is, they recently announced that your dream boat, Kiwami 2, is coming out. So I assume, I would imagine that is going to be announced at the PSX for localization this year, just like all the others were in recent years. So probably will be announced there. And then y'all can also go and play because of 2 then when that comes out localized, since you don't got a PS2 anymore. <laughs> and now no, he has two. Yeah, that's good. What, what? They they also announced uh, two other games. Well, technically th- three others, but I'm not going to count that free to play mobile slash PC thing. I don't care about that. Uh, especially since we don't know anything about it really. Um, but uh, they also announced. Another, the next, uh, you know, the first main game in the Yakuza series, uh, post Kiryu, uh, with a new protagonist and his fro. His fro? His fro. He's got a fro. He's a fro bro? Yeah. He's a fro bro. He's a Japanese guy with a fro. (laughs) And is uh, it Blacker Baron? It has to be. No. Blacker Baron's not a Japanese character. Oh, well. He's just made by Japanese people. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, no, it's, you can see they have character art, and they actually have one of the, uh, uh, to announce one of the games with him in it, because he's also apparently going to be featured in that free-to-play mobile PC thing, whatever. Uh, but uh, there's an announcement teaser for it, that they put out that has him basically meeting Kiryu. So, you know, so as a more of a passing of the torch kind of thing, I, that's what it looked like to me. Uh. So you can see him in, in the actual dragon engine, you know, to what it's going to look like. Hey, I have a uh, question for you. Uh-huh. Are you, are you ready to move on from Kiryu or did you still want more of him? I certainly wouldn't complain if there was more, but I have no problems moving on. I think that's fine. 
You've had enough games, you bastard. I mean, he has had a lot of games. <laughs> so, I'm not. I'm not like like. I'm not like. Oh no! So, how little we've knew ye. No, we know a lot about him. He's been around a long time. So, yep. more with him wouldn't bother me because I like him a lot. So it doesn't. But at the same time, it's it's good to have something, someone new to helm the series, which I'm not surprised they're doing. I bring it up because along the same lines how they did not move on from Kratos for God of War. So Now granted, he seems a little more little more relatable in the new title versus like the last couple previous ones where he just was just a big ball of rage and there's no relating to that. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Just like there's no relating to a big ball of White House rage. I will have my revenge, Zeus. Ah! Did you hear what I said? Yeah. White hot ball of rage. After that. Oh, I don't know what you said there. <laughs> Everyone else heard it, though. Someone type into the chat. Oh, wait, we're not live. <laughs> I said just like there's a big big ball of White House rage. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keep going back to that. Sorry. Just going to have to. Even if it's Wonderful. real quick. <laughs> well, I love it. So. Yep. There's also another game they announced at the same event was a crossover between... Well, it's really not a crossover. It's why it's hard to say that, but I'm going to say it anyway. Crossover between the Yakuza series and Fist of North Star. You're going to say it anyway? Oh, you're so bold. I know. So bold. I'm so so bold, yeah. I know. You can call me uh, something. I don't know. Words escape me right now. Um, no, they don't. No, they don't. Stop lying to people. No, they really do. Um, and call me a maverick. I'm, I'm such a maverick. Let's man. not. Um, it's really not a crossover though. Uh, they did they did do a teaser f- announcement for it before showing actual like some of the game a little bit, uh, the gameplay. Um, where uh, and it was actually tied in with the other one with the new protagonist for the Yakuza series, where. They, this first, well, I'll take you through the whole thing. Um, it's really simple. It's just that uh, they're at they're on the Tenkaichi Street, you know, in Kamurocho with the the the, uh, the sign there that's very well known for the game and all that. Right. And Kazuma's just sitting there, and then there's this, you know, typical thug in the game, you know, it's like he's about to attack him. But yep. then... The new protagonist comes in and kicks his ass, and that's how they get introduced. And then, and then after that bit's over, there the other part kind of continues on, to where uh, they do some transitions with the the guy who's getting up that got beat up by the other one when he leaves, and he he all of a sudden they, they cut to Kiryu and then they cut back and he's all looking like a, a thug from Fist North Star universe, you know, with the mohawk and stuff like that. Right. And yeah. the armor on. And he's like, what is that? He's like, he's like, 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 he, like he's the same guy. And he's like reacting like as if, you know, what's going on here with me, you know, like that. Uh-huh. Why do I look like this? And then, and then they have, uh, the voice actor for Kiryu say, Omaiwa mo Shinderu, you know, the catchphrase for Kenshiro uh-huh. from, and, uh, which is the you're already dead move uh, thing, and uh, or something like that, and they and then uh, Kiryu morphs into um, into Kenshiro, and then you know 
does a move or whatever to make him, you know, explode and all that. Mm. And the reason they do that transition is because uh, Kenshiro is going to be voiced by the same guy that does uh, uh, that does Kiryu. Uh, so didn't they? I heard, I read, or something. I heard that they uh, when they did the uh, Kenzin titles, mm-hmm. Ishin and Kenzin, that they mm-hmm. I say that right? Sure. Okay. Sure, what's that mean? <laughs> that means you're close enough and I'm not going to complain. Okay. <laughs> so you didn't get a yes, but I got a sure. All right, cool. Um, I'll take it. And because when I saw like the main character in that game, he looked like Kiru. So that was kind of weird, but like it wasn't him. Not technically, no. They, they even don't. Now, the reason that is, uh, you can go check out, uh, I can correct you to a whole series long spanning long ass video about the series that uh by this one guy who does a good job and he uh, goes over those games too and you he tells you all about why that is uh and to put it shortly and this is true about ishin as well and it's true about all the extra characters their modeled faces are after characters from the main series of the games uh-huh. so like you get characters that like you even get uh, go to ryuji in there oh, with geez. a character that looks just like him um, along with everyone else, Akiyama and uh, Majima and whatnot. So things like that. So you get lots of that, but uh, it's basically like it's kind. Of, he kind of described it more like it's like them, because that's that's those those spinoffs were more of a like a experimentation for the series, not. So they they do a lot of things that the normal series would never do, and one of the things with the characters that you noticed and why they look like them is it's almost like those characters are cosplaying as the as the other characters that they're playing right in a sense that they're playing a role in a play or something you know mm-hmm. so they have the same voices but yes their characters are not exactly the same they don't have the same exact personalities uh so it's kind of strange but yeah that's what they do well that's interesting um but i'll just let you know that the uh, I kind of did that whole thing as a I framed not knowing anything about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did. Yeah, just so that I could just let you explain it for people listening. I thought it'd be nice. Public service. How clever. Yeah. So I just want to say, we're because I did there. actually. I do. I have seen that video that you were talking about. Okay. It's actually really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I just want to say that the. Uh, the fifth North Star non-crossover with Yakuza, what it really is, is, first of all, the name is a combination of the two. It's, in Japanese, it's Hokuto ga Gotoku. So Hokuto is, translates as North Star. But then the ga Gotoku is, uh, is like a, so, like a North Star. <laughs> because the, the normal series is Ryuga Gotoku, which is like a dragon. Uh, so, um, so I don't know what they're going to call it over here if they bring it over. That'd be kind of weird. Um, but the actual game is there's one easy one that they like to use. What's that? Fist of the North Star. Cross Yakuza. Well, once again, it's not it's not really a cross thing. Oh, it's not crossover. Okay. That's true. I was about to say what uh, it is. What what it actually is. When I you tried. see the gameplay, it's pretty obvious what it is. It's just, 
it's taking the the whole the characters in the universe of the license they're in, which is Swiss North Star, and it's just putting it in that setting in the, you know the dystopian you know apocalyptic future that that always takes place in, and it's just it's just basically the structure of a Yakuza game and the things you do in a Yakuza game, but made for that license uh, okay. with, the, with those characters. That's what it is. Which, of course, fantastic. So I hope they localize it. <laughs> <laughs> this team never does anything you don't like, apparently. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to me. Give it to me. Come here. I want to talk to you. No. Come here. I want to play your games. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> to paraphrase it. <laughs> yep. But yeah, I I think I think they do a great job on their stuff without they clearly their stuff's not like, you know, ever like super expensive to make, I'd assume, at least to some extent. At least the tech isn't, you know, the engine they use. Right. It's always kind of a bit behind, but you know, it's always fine enough, so it always looks pretty good, so. Yeah, yeah. For the time, of course. Because, like, you go back to 2005 and 2006 and see those games. Oh, they're probably hard to take in now. <laughs> uh, I, I, I mean, I they're really no good for the that. time. Don't yeah, I have no problem with it. I played, uh, replayed the PS2 Yakuza 1 last year. That one definitely is going to be the hardest one to take in because it's just world's more clunky to play than uh, even number two is on that system. Uh-huh. Like I, I even just like popped in my old save for Yakuza 2 and put it in real quick just to be like get into a battle real quick to see the difference, to remind myself. And uh, man, it, it's really a big difference considering how it was only like a year difference in their releases. Uh, it's a huge improvement. <laughs> Compared to the you know later ones where everything from there on was a lot more subtle and you know in their uh, improvements, so I'll probably play replay the original because of two before Kiwami two gets come get comes out though. So because you can't get enough, I can't. That would be my third time through it if I did it. Nice that game. So uh, what else do we got going on, Mike? I think a little bit of wind and a little bit of jams in my future. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> wind jammers just came out, and speaking of re-releases, but feels like a just the way they're promoting it. They're not. I'm not. I'm sure they're not shying away from its history, but at the same time, they're kind of presenting it as just this brand new thing, which I kind of like that approach because it's trying to. It's not outwardly saying retro games it's uh because i think that does like some people might shy away from that and at the time we're in a period of time where you have a lot of retro inspired looking games but that aren't old yeah so it fits right in i agree and that's probably why they can get away with doing it that way because if this was like a decade ago they would definitely be like old arcade game coming you know right (laughs) Yeah, so no, I think it's I think it's good. I haven't played much online. I only played two matches today on Vita online, and it was not a good experience. So I don't know if that's just the Vita or not. <laughs> but because I'm pretty sure they, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I don't know if this is true, but I would assume 
the Vita version and the PS4 version play together, you know? Right. So, and they probably do. So I don't know if it's just the Vita's wireless latency that really made it an issue, but it was almost almost unplayable. <laughs> but I was able to get through them and lose twice. <laughs> able to get through them and lose. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember during the beta on PS4 uh, a few months ago, it was a lot better. So yeah. it's probably just better on PS4 in general. Now, I want to do the... Uh... Be like, well, I don't have to act like it. I am. I'm someone who's never played Windjammers before in my life. Mm-hmm. I only know of it because, in <laughs> and you know where I'm going with this, past the podcast that Jeff's been on, Jeff Gersman, that mm-hmm. he talks about this game in high regards, which I think is, a, I don't want to say he has, like, obviously he's not the real sole reason or any real reason this happened, but certainly more people are probably because of that, because of what he said, you know, mm-hmm. aware of the game. Um, like I knew of it, but I didn't know what it exactly was until, um, he showed gameplay footage of it and then just shocked at all hell that it was, you know, being re-released in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess, what I'm trying to ask you is explain this to the people who don't know what the fuck Windjammers is. Okay. Well, uh, uh, before I, just before I get to that, I want to say something that, that this has been an issue for me for a long time until recently uh, regarding uh, this spin Windjammers. There's another Data East Neo Geo game from the same year, 1994, called Spin Master. <laughs> and for the life of me, for a long time, I would get the two mixed up in the names. What? I don't know why. <laughs> I've Spin Master heard... Windjammers, I don't know. Yeah, I've never heard that game. What's that game? I've, uh, that game is like an action platformer. Oh. So, uh, a, a, something very rare on uh, the Neo Geo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, that's what that is. Um, it's actually called Miracle Adventure in Japan, so... A lot easier to not get it mixed up. Anyway, back to Windjammers. Um, Windjammers is effectively uh, Pong. <laughs> it's just a lot more fun, and there's more to it, a little more to it than Pong. Or you could call it tennis. Uh, it has similar rules. More more like Pong, though, but also kind of like tennis. It's kind of like a mix, I guess. Um, with a with a volleyball beach type theme, more or less. Yeah, yeah. So it's got like three sports in one or some shit going on. I mean, you're throwing uh, flying discs, you know, frisbees, whatever you want to call them. That's what that's what the object is: is to score goals by throwing it past them like soccer. So <laughs> it's got everything. Yeah, it's got everything. If you're a fan of a sport, except for basketball, yeah, and and football, there's no there's no sick dunks in this game. Sorry, no. everyone. I, I, I'm I'm upset. <laughs> That yeah, sucks. Well, you shouldn't be. It's not that big of a deal. Get your six dunk, dunks elsewhere. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's... You, you throw a frisbee uh, past the goal, past the opponent into the goal, and um, it can be worth three or five points depending on the court you're playing on. It will depend on what zones in the goal 
and where the five point is located versus the three point uh, goals. So also how did, large they are. Yeah, that depends too. Uh, different ones have different sizes for different uh, values. Um, the funniest one is the one that actually it the five point one is in the center, of the court, but it it's super tiny. <laughs> and the more you score, the more the bigger that area gets for your opponent to hit. So it just gets larger. So so if you score like say three or four times in a row, uh-huh. probably like like three times, it gets really a bit wide, and then they can have an easier time getting five points. <laughs> It's pretty funny. Um, it's like a, it's like the things that people complained about in an old game where they could play, or in a newer game where they, but this is an old game where they complained about, you know, the uh, game helping you out if you're a noob. Eh, it doesn't really. Uh, make, I know. Yeah, I, I actually it doesn't give people wins though. It really I, doesn't. I know. I just it, people was outright thought of hearing about that. Would think that that would be the, it would be the case. It would just be yeah. a cakewalk them. For well, me. I remember. Well, I remember there was a. It might even be on my uh, YouTube channel. Is that I had some few matches up there from the beta, mm-hmm. and there was this one guy where I literally schooled him by well, on that court uh, where mine was getting bigger behind me because I kept be, kept scoring on him, and my last. Uh, I think it was my last uh, one of the games was my last shot in to score the requisite 12 points to win a game. Uh-huh. It was literally straight down the middle into the his tiny little five point area, <laughs> and I got five points. <laughs> it's pretty fantastic. Um, but yeah, that's what it is. It's just a uh, frisbees being tossed into goals like soccer, except you're not kicking. Uh, it does have it does have a little more nuance than that. Um, like for example, how hard you throw is dependent solely on how quickly you throw it back after you catch it. So, and uh, that also depends on the character you use as well. Um, the weaker characters are faster, and the stronger throwing characters are slower, obviously, right? And uh, that's a video game archetype, all right? Yeah, exactly. And there's <laughs> six characters in this game, and they all have varying degrees of being that so you have two characters that are not so strong in this thing but they're pretty really fast and then you got two more middling characters who are kind of even on the stats and then you got the stronger characters uh so that you know like cover all bases yep yeah so uh are they all equally fun to play or do you feel they all have their they all have the ability to be a threat they do all have uh pretty much an ability to be threat it depends on what you're looking for um the biggest difference between any of them is they all have different super shots um so that's a, probably the biggest defining factor of, that separates them um and that of course what you're looking for depends on what you want but yeah pretty much most people might tell you if you're looking for speed, go for the weak ones. And if you're looking for power, go for the really strong ones. Because the middling ones are kind of, you know, middling. But <laughs> they're still they're still winnable with. They're not they're not horrible or anything. Um, I think most people like Wessel for the strength, which is the German guy. Uh, but And some people say, some people like the American, which is the other strong character. And 
uh, other people say that he's like the worst character in the game, so I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> he nobody seen, cares he... about that. What they want to know is who do you recommend? Um, here's the thing. See the game, and that's true about this new version as well. Even though the menus are different, looking different, looking is that they tell you on the screen that the weak but fast ones are the beginners the characters and then down goes you know the hard the hard the hard throwing with the slow is the expert ones it's actually not really that simple it's actually wrong in my opinion i think if you're a beginner you want to tick one of the middling ones mm. actually yeah they're not really for intermediate they're actually for beginners <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would say, partly because you know they they have good decent speed and good strength throwing strength, and so they're not particularly deficient in anything, which is good for uh, beginners. Whereas you take the fast ones, they're not gonna throw as hard, and they might be a little harder to control because they're faster. Yeah. Um, and they don't they have less of a chance of because there's one thing in this game that you can do is that you can. It's possible for a character to use harder shots or your special shot to push your opponent into the goal and oh, score that way. Wow. If they're close enough. And the, obviously the the weaker characters have a harder time doing that, especially if you're against stronger characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so in there's actually a trophy for doing that X amount of times. <laughs> so, but... If but you know they have to be close enough to the net when playing defense in order for that to even happen, so but it's not actually as hard to do as you think it is. So you didn't you didn't answer the question. What's the question? Who are the characters you like to use? Oh, I'm sorry. I I kind of am all over the place to be honest. I don't really have much of a preference because once you get used to the game, it's more of like just who do you prefer in the heat at that moment? Like, what do you want? And it kind of depends on the court as well. Because some of the courts are a little bigger than others and have more room. So you might not want a slower character for that one, you know? Right, okay. So it's it, it really kind of depends for me. I kind of like playing as... Uh, uh, I'd have to look up the... Uh, name of these characters because I forget because <laughs> I'm stupid uh, video game there we go I like uh, I probably like Steve Miller for the fast characters which is the UK guy uh, probably uh, Loris Biaggi the Italian for the medium character and uh, Klaus Wessel the German expert heavy guy that's probably my three I like the most of the all the classes. That's what I would say. <laughs> and there's only the two buttons in the game. Uh, there's there's the main button that throws and uh, throws the discs like you'd expect, and you just you know direct it with the D-pad uh, on your throw. And there's also you that can same direct bu- it? Yeah, you can. So I didn't know that either. Well, not during flight, but like when you're th- when oh. you're throwing it, you can, you know. Okay, that makes more sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, that same button is also used to do to uh, 
makes make the uh if, when you're playing defense and you got it thrown at you if you're standing still neutral and you hit the button it before when you when you don't have the disc in your hand it'll do like this slight uh deflect animation with their arm which if you do it at the right time when it gets to you you'll that'll pop it into the air and then that gives you time to auto when you're in when it's directly above you then it'll auto charge for your special shot and then you can throw it when it comes back down mm. um that um that can be hard to do with latency because that's a real timing based thing so you'll find yourself online just more or less playing defense and just getting it by accident which is what i will you know you'll be happy with that of course but <laughs> uh but yeah that's what i do online because it's like harder to plan it when there's latency but um there's also uh uh the other thing you can do with the main throw button is there's half circle um motion plus throwing it which just adds curve to it um and the the more curve you get depends on the character you're using so if you're using the uh, weaker characters you'll get more curve if you're using the really strong characters you'll get barely any curve um and uh, you have to input the uh, that motion, like only have a few frames to do it, especially so it's really hard when to do it when you're receiving and a bunch of volleys constantly from the other person when you're in a heated match. In other words, <laughs> it's very difficult to get a get a curve shot in time when you receive it and still throw it back as hard as you can. So it's got a lot of timing based stuff in it like that. And then there's a, the other button is a lob button, which uh, throws it up, you know, above their head and tries to make it hit the ground. And uh, if, it, if, uh, if the disc hits the ground, that's two points instead of three or five. And there's also super lobs as well. So you can use that button to do a super lob instead of your regular super shot, if you're doing that. Uh-huh. And that... Uh, that will score you the requisite goal score because those will always go to the goal. So if it hits scores, but that's pretty much the whole game right there. Uh, it's very simple. And I say the best way to play it is to, especially when you're getting used to it, but really almost any time is just, you know, that old cliche, the best offense, the best, uh, the best offense is, is a good defense. Yeah. That's pretty true about this game. Like, if you concentrate on just being good at not getting scored on, odds are then eventually you'll score. <laughs> That's pretty much how I, I look at it in yeah. this game. Lessons to live by. That's right. So you're saying intermediate characters are the ones to start with? Yeah, I would say so. Spain or Italy? Which one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pick whenever one you want. Do you want the Thunder Loop or the Rocket Diagonal? <laughs> I think the rocket diagonal is the better uh, shot. The thunder loop's a little too easy to to uh, receive by the opponent, uh-huh. from my experience, and doing it and also get have receiving that same shot. So, well, what else, Mike? Because you know I've been out of loop, so I don't know. Yeah, but say I keep talking. God, whatever. Yep. Talk. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, I bought myself some Ease Origin finally, and they finally put it up on sale at limited run. Are you telling me you were able to do it? Yes. You are able to get I the won. game? Mm-hmm. Versus that, uh, speaking of um, limited run, it was real limited in here. <laughs> <laughs> when it came to fucking Night Trap, holy shit. They had, they were sold out like within like 30 seconds. Really? Yes, it was that wow. bad. Like pretty much if you had any hiccups in your checkout and it wasn't as fast as you could fucking possibly go, you weren't getting it. You might as well just give up. I probably wouldn't have got it then if it was that fast on this one. It was fucking ridiculous. I mean, I'll be generous. I don't want to be because I got fucking salty as fuck about that when I get it. <laughs> but I'll be generous and say a minute tops is the longest it went before it was sold out. That's crazy. Yeah. For something like that, that while it has all the history behind it of it's definitely more well known for the controversy that was created for it and not that mm-hmm. it created anything. Yeah. Right, Herb Cole? Um, <laughs> I don't need to play it. It's filth. Yeah, <laughs> you would know because you played it. Oh, wait. Um, so, yeah, For but for other, otherwise, nobody gave a fuck about that game. The... The controversy around it is the only reason anyone even knows the fucking thing anymore. And the fact that that somehow... I'm sure some of the promotion... Because, you know, like we were just talking about Windjammers, and it got a big promotional push, I thought. But at the same time, so did uh, Night Trap, and that thing, yeah, 60 seconds, 5,000 copies gone. And it makes no fucking sense to me why anyone cares. I care for, like, history's sake, more or less. But ultimately, I got over my saltiness, even though it was it was, it was, was very much one with me at the time. <laughs> <laughs> because I do have the Sega CD version, so, you know. And I beat it because, you know, I'm a master auger trapper, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> You're the best, man. Yeah, I did it twice. Nice. <laughs> I, uh, the second, the second time at the end, if you get a perfect game, which I did the second time, I was like, "Bitch, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna trap you too." <laughs> I do like that they give you that option. Yep, to do. do it or not. Yeah, she, yeah. And she walking away. She's like, "Nah, I didn't think you'd do that." And I'm like, "Watch me next game, bitch." <laughs> yeah. <that's right. laughs> give me that sass. I'll show you. <laughs> I'll make you fall into what looks to be like a pit of nothingness. I don't know. <laughs> die, Dana Plato. Die. <laughs> that is really disrespectful. Yes, it is. You are. I am very disrespectful. Yeah. So anyway, to tell you about the Ease Origin release, uh, I actually got two copies. Um I got the limited edition for the Vita and the regular edition for the PS4. I reason I because they had a limited edition for PS4 as well, but I was like, well, there's no difference between the two, literally. So I was just like, I'll just go with the 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 cool the 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 cool uh, uh, cult classic system, the one that will probably have more value in the long run because it's on the Vita, you know, potentially. Are you so too cool for school? Is that what you're saying, Mike? That's what I'm saying. Vita Club for life. Oh, damn. 
So anyway, um, yeah, the the limited edition ones, both both one got three th- were three thousand copies only, so I was able to get that. Uh-huh. And but the uh, the regular special, the regular editions on both systems don't didn't. It's, it literally says I'm going to read it verbatim right here. It says there is no order limit on this item. Orders of thirty will ship factory sealed and original Sony cartons for uncirculated VGA grading. I don't understand why they had said that at the end. <laughs> uncirculated VGA grading. <gasps> no. Um, but uh, so that clearly was like telling me that they the reg, the regular editions were just printed as many as they needed for the how many orders they got, which to me they should always do. Right. Like, because it's not like you're gonna get that many anyway, right? Yeah. When I, when I was salty, then you, fuck then you over... avoid. Yeah, then you avoid salty people like my brother here. <laughs> when I was salty as fuck about Nitro, but I I literally thought that like, why can't you just print as many as you need? They're like people would be understanding to wait on that. They'd be like, yeah, I'll wait on that. Print to mm-hmm. order, no problem. Yeah. Well, I don't know if uh, this is origin regular edition thing is going to be uh, the start of them doing that more, but I thought, I think that's a good idea if they are. Now, you said that the regular edition is the only one that they printed as many as they needed. Yeah. The other yeah. one, they actually did have a limit. Yes. Mm-hmm. See, that makes sense. Like, so like if I tried to get, and I didn't, but if I tried to get the limited edition of Night Trap and I couldn't get it, the good thing is I would have a fallback plan, whereas they didn't offer that. So, yeah. you know, go fuck yeah. yourselves, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you know, that, now that I think about... Because I, I, my first time ordering from them was with the um, Dar- Darius Gaiden, or whatever it's called, what? Darius Burst. Yeah, Darius Burst Chronicles. Um, and I didn't have any problems getting that. So... That might have been under the same thing of the regular edition is just as many as we need. It wasn't. It wasn't? Nope. So that means nobody wanted that one, then. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I will admit, it was, it was definitely more expensive. Well, it wasn't any more expensive than the, the regular full price uh, of the digital version. Right, I know, but still. Yeah. So, yeah. It, no, it's just... It, it also was... Uh, how, how many copies were... Of the one you were trying to go for, night trap. They ma- yeah, night trap. That was like five thousand. Oh really? There was, there was two sessions, and I was salty on both. Just so you know, um, yeah. double. And salt. they were both had they both had the same amount each time, so it was, it was ten thousand total. Under both, and they both sold out just as quick, each time. Wow, that's crazy because the uh, the Darius burst was like four forty eight hundred both times. Mm-hmm. I think so. It was a little less for the regular edition, if I'm not mistaken. I I think I remember that. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't either. <laughs> um, what else? Um, I've played uh, played. Uh, the two machine games, Wolfenstein's, so far, the New Order and the Old Blood. Why is that, Mike? Why did you have the sudden desire to kill Nazis, Mike? I don't know, because real Nazis I want to kill. Uh, they're <laughs> out in the... No, actually, no. The, the, the funny thing is, 
I was already started the old the the new order just just literally just like days before that whole event in Charlottesville. <laughs> so fun. so once I once I saw that happen, I was like, well, this is very appropriate. I'm playing this. Uh, yeah, I'll say. Kill some fucking Nazis. Uh, yeah. So yeah, they're pretty good. Uh, I like the old blood better because it was shorter. Well, not because it was shorter. I mean, partly, but. It's it's more bre- brevity gives it uh, gave it uh, the uh, the thing I really wanted a new order which was just get to the fucking Nazi shooting stop interrupting my Nazi shooting and boy it didn't stop it was just like constant Nazi shooting which is great um, whereas the new order was like here go back to the base constantly and do some scavenger hunt for idiots at the base that want some items you're like no go look for no, stuff I don't want yeah, to I I didn't want to do that I need my scalps. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I also got, uh, speaking of uh, going back to Limited Run, except not, um, that other place, Special Reserve Games, that does similar style, you know, Limited Run uh, physical releases. Um, I recently got my delivery for Shadow Warrior 2 on PS4. Oh, did you? Because that's physical only otherwise. So, or I'm sorry, it's digital only otherwise. That's what I meant to say. Sure you So did. I got, I, yeah, that's what I meant. So I got that. Keep telling yourself um, that. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, apparently now they're starting, because I got their first one as well that they put out, which was that indie game Strife, Strife, whatever it's called. Okay. Um, also on PS4, but uh, this... Uh, that run does not have what I'm about to say, but this uh, Shadow Warrior 2 copy says special reserve copy, and it puts the number on there, so I have number 81 of however many there were, which I think was like 3,000 or something like that. Maybe less. But uh, the weird thing is, this actually comes with the first, the disc of the first Shadow Warrior reboot as well. Really? Even I already have that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's They're just giving them away. Um, <laughs> well, it's fact they really do give it away because even though I only ordered the PS4 copy, they still gave me both of those reboots also on Steam for free. Wow! And they did the same with Strife as well. They just gave <laughs> me the the, the uh, Steam version for free. That's Here's amazing. a code. I know. I was like, that's cool. So if I ever get a system good enough to play Shadow Warrior 2 on PC in the future, because I'm sure my current one is not good enough. At least my graphics card sure isn't. Or give it away. Yeah, just here you go. Contest. I don't know. No, I already redeemed it. Too late. Fuck you is what I everyone is listening to said that. They just nah, said fuck, yeah. you. fuck you. No, fuck you. I, I keep hey, that hey. That's our listeners. What? Don't, don't you dare say that about our listeners. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Like two listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I know I mentioned Yakuza Kiwami earlier. That's I don't have it yet. They, Best Buy usually gets it to me on release day if I get it home delivered, but they failed this time. Failed. So I'll probably get it tomorrow. So failure to Best Buy. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have pre-ordered it as soon as I did when it went up on their site back then because that's the only option they had at the time. And I looked today on the page on their site, and it said 
it said basically it'd be ready in one hour if you if you want to get store pickup, which basically means they have it in stock. <laughs> wow. So I was like, man, I should have waited on that pre-order so I could just get it sent, you know, pick it up at the store like I do, like I always want to do. So. Right. Oh well. It'll be played. Be sure of that. Yep. I'm, uh, let me update everybody on my getting through games I've been gotten for Christmas over the years that I hadn't played yet. I am still on, if I hadn't said it yet, I'm on Mafia 3 still. I've, uh, only assigned one district so far. And Vito's the man, so there you go. That's who gets it. Um, though the last two, like, was it rackets? Which are just like businesses and shit. I've given to the voodoo queen herself. Cassandra. And uh, since I I gave one to the, to the Irish guy. Um, but, uh. I gave a racket to him, but like right after I did that, then I signed my first district, and he was going to lose that if I signed it to anyone else, and sure enough, I decided to sign it to someone else. So he has <laughs> shit. But he's not, but here's the thing. He said you get rewarded with running a fucking district, a racket, or whatever the fuck have you. Give me shit I want. <laughs> <laughs> don't give me this. I don't need more ammo. Because uh, I'm a sure shot motherfucker with silence pistols and sh- and shotguns for up close if I need to. It's pretty much the combo I've always been using, and I don't see any reason to change it because machine guns and rifles and shit suck ass. I mean, they probably are fine, but maybe it's just me sucking ass with it. I don't know. I just suck ass with them. They just they, there's rarely a use for them that I feel so. Because when you go in shooting that shit, you're going to fucking alert them all, and then it's fucking harder, and then you're just a big clusterfuck of donkey dicks. <laughs> <laughs> then you got to spend fucking $5,000 to roll in some fucking uh, of Vito's guys or some shit to fucking help you, and they're fucking dumb klutzes and get shot up right away, so their best aid to serve as is a distraction, which I guess is a good thing, but looking on the bright side I am. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, the last time I used them, I was like, fuck, I, like, I accidentally alerted them because I didn't kill a guy with a headshot like I wanted to. So now they're all like, where is he? Huh? We're all alerted. I'm like, fuck. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to create distractions. So I brought in those motherfuckers. $5,000 well paid. <laughs> oh, yeah. And also they had a sentry call in fucking backup. So I had to deal with that shit, too. You can always tell who those guys are because they have like a latent bolt over their fucking head or some shit. And I love how they come in though. They come in and as soon as they get there, they honk their horn really loudly <laughs> in their car and then they get out. Like, we're here, motherfuckers. We're here to back you up. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> and I'm just like, and I'm here to fucking shoot your fucking faces off as soon as you get out of that car. <laughs> as one is one to do. Yeah, technically. It is the mafia after all. Um, so that's that. It's an open world game. It's otherwise no different from any other one that I've noticed. 
So that's that. Um, well, that's cool. I know. So what I've played and got through, whether I can beat him or not, is a different story, and that's irrelevant. So I got through Bajingai, Die Hard Trilogy 2, Manhunt 2. Those two got... Those two, when you when I say I got through them, that's very much in quotes. Um, <laughs> let's see. Same filter, Logan and Shadow. It's mm, a very slight quotes on that one. I got most of the way. And I like that game, so I agree. I, I recommend that one, as I tend to do. Um, Split Second was pretty fucking sweet. Uh, Soul Calibur. I've never been big. It's uh, Broken Destiny on the PSP, just to be clear about that because i think that's the one game that literally no one remembers um as kratos in it that's the guest character for that game um it's it's soul caliber if you like soul caliber and i'm not a big fan of it so didn't like didn't didn't last that long with that game but it's a fighting game and you know me that's not my thing today these days uh, so Boo. yeah, shut Boo. shut the fuck Boo. up, shut up. <laughs> so the rest of them are that I have yet to get to. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, uh, 2016's Doom, uh, Dark Souls 3, Uncharted, the f- the first Uncharted, Drake's Fortune. Why? Um, but it's the remake, <laughs> it's the re-release thing, so, the updated thing, so maybe that's why I have it on there. Uh, Act Razor 2, Super Nintendo game. Eco. Good luck with that, based on what I know. Right. Well, I don't, I want to play it, it doesn't mean I'll beat it. And... Yeah, I don't, I don't think you will. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, Eco and Shadow of the Colossus. Resident Evil, The Umbrella Chronicles on Wii, and that's a Lycan game. And by Commando on NES. Specifically, via the uh, Capcom Classics mini-mix that you bought me many years ago. All those years ago. (laughs) Yes. The first thing I played on there at the time, I played... played, Because it has... It has Strider on there as well from that system. It also has Mighty Final Fight. So, of course, I immediately dived into Mighty Final Fight. Fucking great. And, of course, Strider, not so great. But you, you could do worse. It's hard to do worse, but you could do worse. It's a very clunky game, yeah. let's just say. Yep. It's very unpolished for a Capcom game. Right. But, uh, yeah. It's very much. Micronics-esque, you could say. I wouldn't say that. That's <laughs> rough, man. You're really being harsh now. <laughs> what a dick you are, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, when you say that, I mean, they they did have that have them on board for, you know, 1942 and Ghosts and Goblins, early ports to NES. Or just, so. Speaking of the Ghosts and Goblins, that's probably the most, for some reason, the most well-liked of the Micronics ports. I don't know why people it do might that. Be, it might be the most competently made, even though it's still kind of shit. Yeah. Maybe that's why people put up with it and, th- and and tell themselves through rose-colored glasses that it's pretty good. I guess it is for Micronics. <laughs> wow. That's a low bar still, Mike, just so you know. It is, it is a very low bar. That's why I said it. 
I mean, they did Raiden. They did the port of Raiden for Super Nintendo, which is fucking trash. I played that. I had it, in fact, for some time. And I remember uh, Eric at the local store that's no longer with us. Uh, he he told me that he liked that. He thought it was good. I'm like, really? <laughs> and I didn't know that Micronics did that until I bought that copy. And then I brought it home. And that was one of the few games that has their name on the credits when you start it up. Oh, really? So it was very obvious. It just said it right there in my face. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. That was... <laughs> It is. It's Oh No is right. It's terrible. Oh, like, my God. Like, the original developer of the arcade version of Raiden, Saibu Kaihatsu, uh-huh. they ported the, it to the, their themselves to the Genesis, and, of course, it's fucking great on there. Yeah, it is. But the Super Nintendo port is so bad. <laughs> like, it's shit is stretched all the way to the edge of the screen. It's not really properly vertical, and it's fucking... Like, the bullets don't go all the way to the top of the screen. They just stop short. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds like a mess. Among the fact that, you know, the frame rate as in all their games is low and terrible. <laughs> good Lord. <laughs> Boy, I didn't know how good I had it. Because, see, so you know me. I'm a fan of the Super Nintendo and more so than the Genesis. But when I got the Genesis initially, one of the games I got with it was riding and that made me a fan of the series because i really like that game on that system and turns out that was the version to get if you got any of the ports mm-hmm yeah so that or the ps1 because uh, if i had collection. A, you imagine me being can you imagine me being a fan of my first taste of it was the super nintendo game that would be the worst thing ever. You'd be like, "The fuck this series is so bad. Look at this yeah. fucking garbage." And I'd ha- and it wouldn't be the series' <laughs> fault, but no, or no. the people that made it originally. But Jesus Christ, that'd be a terrible first impression. Let me tell you. And that- Seibu Kaihatsu also did the uh, the PS1 ports in that collection. Right. Yeah, I have that as well. So, that that, yeah. that was a pretty penny when I bought it, but mm-hmm. it's one good. One of the more expensive ones. I've played them both on there. What's amazing to me. Is that seeing both in action, just the first and second games look really similar, but the animation and just the the extra detail to an, just extra animation and whatnot and extra effects just make it so much more, just like it just brings it to another level that otherwise would have been probably the same fucking feel. Yeah, like Raiden 2 just, just have that polish that really is, is still impressive. Right. Yeah. Whereas the first game is very standard animation yeah. and effects, but the uh, the sequel really does amp that up a lot. So it's like they it looks really wasted good. most. Of, they use most of their time for that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. There's also a Raiden DX, which is on PS1 only, mm-hmm. and it's actually also it's actually like a like a Raiden 2.5 uh, that was Japanese only released and for PS1. So I don't have it, but. I did see someone play it. There's this guy on a on Twitch. Uh, I don't remember his. Oh, his name is Ando. Uh, and he plays. He's. I saw him playing it like about a month ago or so. On his Twitch stream, he's playing that one. 
Is he playing it now? No. Oh. No. I'm just... No, more recently, I saw him play... Uh, fuck, I can't remember what it was now. So, never mind. <laughs> but uh, he likes to play shoot 'em ups and likes to play on actual PCBs if he can. And he, and he usually, his donations go towards getting more PCBs. Like, the right now, I think he's trying to get... I don't know what he's trying to get now, but he's getting trying to... He has a meter at the bottom of his, you know, stream screen that, you know, shows it filling up for the next one. Um, does it say what he's getting when it fills up? It does. It does. It says it right below the bar. I just don't remember what the current one is he's looking to get. Is it a shooter? Yes, of course it is. Oh, is that all he does? Uh, no, not entirely. In fact, most recently he was playing uh, uh, Final Fight, wow. the arcade PCB. Nice. <laughs> yep. A classic of classics. Um. Yeah. So, great, fantastic, great. <laughs> Sorry. That's right. Oh yeah. Also, more Myconics bullshit. Uh, <laughs> check out check out other early early shit from SNK on the on the NES, and that's also Myconics. So, if you play either Ikari Ikari Warriors one and two. Both Micronic Sports. Yep. Both shit. Yep. Um, Athena is another Micronic Sport on that system. Also shit. Also shit. In <laughs> fact, that game's probably shit in the arcade as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Capcom. Capcom had a... I don't think I have it anymore, but uh, XX has got a port for the NES. Well, in Japan only. And... It's not even a good game, even in arcade. I think it's very mediocre at best. But I had that for some time. <laughs> and guess what? My Chronic sported it. <laughs> and guess what? The soundtrack was ear-piercingly bad, and the frame rate was slow as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> slow as fuck. Yep, it was terrible. <sighs> My Chronics, the cheap... Uh, it was like the like it was like the the cheap port shitty port house that everyone used in the early NES days yeah. when porting the arcade games. <laughs> Even the biggest names did it <laughs> for a time. Yep. And you can see exactly when they stopped doing it because then they they bring it in house and oh what do you know miraculously it's just way good now. <laughs> right. It's more of a it seemed like it was a we can't afford to do it and we yeah, have to do it, it probably on the cheap. Was. So that's and they got to make money, so they they have to sadly feel the need to do that. Whereas once they bring it, but it's like for me, it always seemed like like when you look at the stuff Macronics did for Capcom specifically, it has an air about it of they wanted to bring it in house at the beginning, but they couldn't because they didn't couldn't afford it. But once they could afford it, they immediately did it because they're like you suck and. We don't want you anymore, <laughs> but we knew you sucked from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, because like like my Chronics did 1942, but then the port of 1943 is obviously way better. Like it's just instantly obvious, right? When you play it, and then there's a, uh, you know, other things <laughs> like like Ikari Three is actually really good by SNK. Yeah, and because they made it, 
like they did it themselves it's very apparent the quality difference also the case with uh i believe pow on the system prisoners of war prisoner war was snk yes they did it themselves i remember at the time like thinking the game was shit when we played it back in the day running it and stuff i never thought that well okay maybe not shit but i didn't like it but then i learned how to play it by watching someone else play it and then i played it a couple years ago and it's probably one of my favorite beat-em-ups on the system now yeah i gotta learn how to play that it's fucking i do have the i do have the japanese version it's the same game Mm. i just need to learn how to play it i haven't taken the time to you know, get good as they say. <laughs> yeah, I, I beat it like two times in a row. It's uh, once you know how to do it, once you know how to deal with things, it's uh, it's all about just execution, and it's pretty fucking fun, man. So yeah, I gotta I gotta put that on my short list then to to learn that. But uh, but I also I also played uh, oh what was it? The Jeep game from Konami. Oh, Jackal. Jackal, yeah. That's a great game too. On that system. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah. Better on NES. Like Contra as well. It's all... Mm -hmm. It's for some reason... There's... Like, if you go play Jackal in the arcade, play the... Just fire up emulation real quick and play it. It doesn't play nearly as well. Yeah, I was surprised because I never... Really bad. Saw in arcades. But I recently, at one point in the past... I mean, granted, years, you know, the whole point of it being kind of jankier is because they want to take your money. So, in that way, you sort of kind of still cuss them without, with, with an understanding. So, I don't really think that that's the main reason. Well, whatever the point. But I see what you're saying, but I don't, I don't think that that's the reason why I feel like it kind of plays, like, shittier, you know? Mm. Like, it could still feel good and still just be harder because of... You know, right? They want to take your money, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, just playing it after I played the NES game, it's like, man, this is just doesn't feel as good. <laughs> what is with that? And also, uh, Power Prison of War in the arcade is not as good. I didn't, I didn't like that either. Hmm. I don't remember the comparisons. Uh, can't say for myself. Well, the biggest problem is. When you try to, like, for instance, like an anus game, you, you, you've played that, so you know. Yeah. Like, when you are attacking somebody, they can get uh, the main reason that you, it's more likely that you want to hit and run in that game is because they can interrupt your attacks, even if oh, you're hand uh-huh. on the button. But it's even worse in the arcade. Oh, to the it? point where even the constant jump kicks back and forth that usually work really well, especially early on in the NES version, just... They don't do nearly. It. I think the main problem with that is it just doesn't do as much damage, so it it, it takes longer to do it, and it just like it just becomes boring really quickly. Mm-hmm. But it's also frustrating because because they have they can throw more shit on screen. There's more stuff there to fuck you up. So. So sometimes limitations are good. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> So yeah, when, when new developers these days were like, we're fitting all these characters on screen, I just don't care. Like, I don't want that. <laughs> I would rather take that power, because here's the thing, like, you look at back at, what was it, the, oh shit, the Prototype, then it had a sequel, you know. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of shit on screen on that game, and it looked terrible. It was on PS3, but it looked really bad uh, in, for, for such a system. 
and it just goes to show that I would much rather those that power to go into a less chaotic game that's more focused and then that power can be put on the graphics and the fidelity of the graphics or frame rate or what have you more technical aspects than actually mm-hmm. worrying about throwing a bunch of fucking NPCs at me you know yeah that makes sense to me so by the way prototype frustrating moments let's put it that way that game is fun but when it gets its when it has mo it has when it gets frustrating it doesn't just get a little bit it gets a whole fuck lot <laughs> <laughs> so she's saying that developer uh, the Crabble Hawk Ultimate Structure is still their best game yes <laughs> yes but again we're going back to Speaking limitations limitations help the game <laughs> and in that case on that game it was it also didn't look the best but you didn't really care in that game because you just wanted Hulk to fucking knock shit the fuck out, and it's great. I love that game. Still do. Also a 2005 game, by the way. Damn, 2005 was a banger year, let me tell you. It was pretty good. Tekken 5 came out that year. Damn! Yep. It's a banging year, man. I'm telling Dude, you. Dude, it is. So good. Yeah, God of War, first one. Yep. God Absolutely. damn! Dude, my dude, that was a great year. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say Dark Watch. No, that wasn't that good. <laughs> it was okay. Uh, it was. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I saw that game at first and I was like, eh, it looks alright. I might get it eventually. But I was like, nah, guess not. Yeah, I played it. it played it quite a few years ago. I remember being like, you know. It's a serviceable shooter like you'd expect the PS2 shooter to be. A.K.A. not very good, but okay. <laughs> it's okay. War, war, war. Look for more 05 games. Oh yeah, Shaolin Monks. More common Shaolin Monks. Oh fuck yeah. That game was great. great. The Port of Mushihime-sama. What? Port of Mushihime-sama. It's a cave shooter. Oh, is it? Well, that's good yeah, for you, of... I guess. I mean, <laughs> it's one of their better-loved games uh, that they've put out ever. So, with good reason, I think. Project Snowblind, one of my personal favorites. There you go. 2005. Devil May Cry 3. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Bang in the know Bang in. You know what can make this the best? Death what? by degrees. <laughs> <laughs> I sense some facetiousness in your voice. You do, don't you? Yes. Well, you'll never know. I'll never know. But then we have really bad, shitty uh, um, action games that year. Uh, Seven Samurai 20 XDX and, <laughs> uh, and Nano Breaker. Both the Ugh. same. Tad the Cyborg. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep, Tad came out in 05. <laughs> oh my god, Shadow Colossus, I forgot that. Damn! Banging year! Banging year! <laughs> it gets better the more we go down these lists. <laughs> so banging. Shin Megami Tensei Digital Devil Saga 1. Banging! Banging! <laughs> <laughs> Sly 3, that's okay. Or it's welcome. <laughs> Silk Harbor 3, not that good. Uh... <laughs> 
I mean, these aren't. This is a compilation of old games, but Title Legends one. Also, Capcom Collections first one. Yeah. 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 Oh, King of Fighters eleven. Banging. Banging. <laughs> That's a really good game. God yeah. damn. Yeah, Tekken five. Yep. I would say Urban Rain, but I haven't played it yet. I'm just joking. We Love Katamari, the sequel. That came out that year. Banging. E6 came out that year. E6. Oh, yeah. Whoa. The Ark of Nefishton. Yeah, yeah, that fucked up subtitle. The fucking weird Fire Pro Wrestling Returns. Banging year. (laughs) That was 07, dude. It says 05 here. Well, Japan. 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 Okay, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. But still. Yeah, they, they still. took their sweet ass time bringing it over here. But still, banging. <laughs> <laughs> two years later, but banging. <laughs> yeah, two years later, banging. <laughs> Mike, don't talk about your sex life. Come on. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> oh. Final Fantasy VI Advance. Banging. Yeah. Gunstar Superheroes. Banging. <laughs> yep. Clone 2, not so banging <laughs> on the GPA. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Mark Hard DS, people like that one. I'm just going to say, even though I don't care about it. So. Um, sure. Where were Twisted was pretty good that year. Medal of Honor. Uh, oh, no. Call of Duty 2, Big Red 1. I like that one. So, not banging, banging, but still. Riding 3, <laughs> banging. Right. No, oh no, 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 don't even start. I will. I'm gonna get on the. Air. <laughs> no, Ryan three, fucking garbage. <laughs> Just gonna say, for the record. Seriously, I really tried many times to get into that game. It's far from banging. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> You want a frustrating riding game to play? That's your one. Mm-hmm. 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 Ah, the first Oenden. Banging! Sure. Same year. What do you mean, sure? Huh? What does that mean? I have no idea. Am I hearing that shit? Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Sonic oh Rush, Sonic X. Sonic suck my dick. Oh my <laughs> <Yeah>. god. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, Princess Crown on PSP port. Sure. It's a Saturn game, but you know. Almost ten years later, banging. <laughs> Ridge Racer on PSP, banging. Is it? Yeah, I really think that's really good. Wipeout Pure. That's another one on that list of. Well, I don't. Wipeout's okay for me. I don't love love it. Those are some banging games. Banging year. That's right. 
2005. <laughs> Which is, I still wonder to this day why we aren't saying it that way. <laughs> 2005. The aughts should be 20 something, whatever. One, two, whatever. I mean, come on, think about it. Yeah, you don't uh, go back and say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Steve. Oh wait, I mean nine. What? Oh, you fucking jerk. Uh, <laughs> like you don't go back and be like, "Hey guys, remember that thing that happened in history in nineteen and one thousand nine hundred and five? You know what says that? They say nineteen oh five, so it should be twenty oh five. It's just logic. I'm sorry. <laughs> But whatever, say what you want. <laughs> You're not hung up on I'm not on too hard-pressed. No, not really. I used to be more. <laughs> Back when the actual aughts were on, it was on like Nate Bone's son. I was like, what's this 2004-something shit that should be? Why are you saying 2004? Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Who knows? Too many syllables, I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> you got less syllables if you just say it my way. Right on. And we're all lazy at heart. What do you think so or not? I don't know. I'm not thinking about it. See? That's another thing. Lazy about thinking, too. <laughs> not thinking about it. Well, because it's not important. Right. You are right. So we're just... All right, I think we'll just sign off here. We'll sign off. Yeah, yeah we're gonna get go. to get out. Get. Get. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that has been the episode. Thanks for listening. You can catch me at HeartNight, H-A-R-T-K-N-I-G-H-T on Twitter. And HeartArchive.wordpress.com. Is the home of the podcast and the place to be, or at least one of the places to be. Um, I'll even demote myself more. It's one place you can be. The option. It's optional. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, fine. Go. So, where are you at? I'm at. Uh... Six, five, I mean, um, you can find me, Saga704, at all the hottest places where it's always on and pop locking. Like YouTube and Twitter and uh, that same name, but .wordpress.com. Damn. All the places. Damn. I'm so on a pop lock. Right. Just, just visit. You totally are. Say hello to your bro. <laughs> that's me, by the way. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> I'm not his bro. I'm not your bro. But he's your bro. I think that's how it works. I'm everyone's bro. Sweet. And uh, the podcast itself at Twitter is uh, at Heart and Usage. So catch it there. Link in the, the uh, blog post, or as they say, as the cute kids say these days, show notes. That's not a new thing. Sure. Is that an 05 thing, too? <laughs>
I remember hearing it back then. Sweet. That's when there was less podcasts. That's what Leo Laporte would say even back in those days. Right. Show notes. That's where everyone heard it from. That's where everyone got it from. And it spread out from there. The originator, Leo Laporte. <laughs> <laughs> the show note report. Um, okay, so uh, catch you next time. Peace.